Welcome to the Tales of Adventure podcast. Tales of Adventure is an improvised Dungeons and Dragons show performed live in front of an audience at the Bristol Improv Theatre. We follow the amusing and often absurd adventures of Bagsy Badley, Trim Toscobble, the Reverend Hatchet, and Jeffrey Banjo as they haphazardly muddle their way through a world full of magic, mystery, and mischief. Lost Episode Recap Welcome to this very special episode of the Tales of Adventure podcast. You may be wondering why you are hearing me talking about something else rather than the normal intro to an episode. Well, to tell you about that, I need to tell you about something else. Throughout history, there have been many great destructions of works of culture and knowledge, from the burning of the Library of Alexandria to the destruction of the House of Wisdom in Baghdad by Mongols in the 13th century, to the bonfire of the vanities. Well, we can add one more tragic loss to that list. Episode two of Tales of Adventure season eight didn't record well at all, and we've had to scrap it completely. So uh, no podcast episode there. We are, however, going to recap the story over the next 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, I've got uh, all of the characters here. Uh, I've got Bagsy. Hiya. I've got Jeffrey Banjo. What? I've got Trim. Uh, good evening. And I've got Reverend Hatchet. Hello. And we're just going to kind of uh, do a little bit of an interview reportage style recap of the events that transpired in this episode so that we can take you from the previous episode to the next episode uh, without missing some of what I'm going to very generously call the plot. <laughs> uh, so as you may or may not recall, when last we left our heroes, Jeffrey Banjo was in a ball having very ill-advisedly drawn a card from the deck of many things which imprisoned him in an extra-dimensional sphere. Yes, he was not having a ball. He was in a ball. <laughs> Those are different. But because he was naked, his balls were <gasps> exposed. Yes. Yeah, there were three balls in my entire storyline for that episode. And my dad, he was a ball. Well, you just you keep it with the twists. Oh. oh, don't trust the bulls. Back to that, Reverend Hatchet were upstairs in a tower fighting a lot of skeletons. Uh, and Trim had just recently rejoined the show, having taken last episode out to have a date <laughs> with uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan, her paramour, who was also de-aged to a teenager. <laughs> Due to time shenanigans. <laughs> the best kind of shenanigans. Why don't we start with Trim Toscobble's Bizarre Adventure. Trim, why don't you tell us how your date with Gilbert O'Sullivan went? Oh, it was really good. Um, we went and found an enchanted forest and frolicked, holding hands. Um, and we skipped. And it was, it was quite, quite, quite gleeful. And I really enjoyed myself. We did a pub crawl. And then when I came back to Silver Crown... I, uh, we're not in Silver Crown. No, you're not in Silver Crown. You came <laughs> we went back to Silver Crown. Such <laughs> a long journey. Like the last couple of seasons have been your journey <laughs> yeah, back from. Well, I said I really wanted to get a house there. So um, I showed him the house that I wanted. And then we came back to the town where I knew your, you guys were last seen. Which is, is the village of Teagle. Exactly. And I saw at the top of the hill, Teagle Manor. I thought, whoa, what a house. You, yes. did, you did think, what a house. Yeah. 
but you didn't go towards that house. No, no, I thought, what a house. I'm going to carry on this bar crawl that me and Gilbert are getting on. But no, no matter whence you went in the de- in the village of Teagle, none of the pubs held your friends in them or indeed anything to do with the show. No, no, it was all quite... Um, non secretaire, really. It was all quite. It was a bit of a bit of a side track. Yeah, a bit of a side track. I was having a bit of a side quest, some soul searching, finding love, seeing how that felt. And Would you say that you have body. found love? I think it's too too soon to say. We um. How did you How did you leave it with him at the he, end of the did day? He, did he kiss you? Um, he, well, yeah, I, mean, I on the I mouth couldn't, or I, anywhere I, else? I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. I mean, maybe. Oh my God, Trevor's blushing. She's going guys. red. No, it didn't. It was anyway. I. I... Meanwhile, <laughs> speaking of people being embarrassed, Jeffrey Banjo, what were you up to in your extra-dimensional sphere? Well, I was in there and I was just thinking to myself because that's all I could do at that point. Couldn't see anything. Couldn't hear anything. Couldn't move. I was naked. Um, I could imagine whatever I wanted. And then I started chatting to myself after a little while and realised that my inner critic. My voice sounded like my dad, which was weird. It's at that point that you directly asked your inner critic if he was your dad. Yeah. What did did your inner critic say? He said he was. He (laughs) said he was my dad and it was my dad, Um, which was a bit confusing for me. But my dad actually was a very powerful wizard who never appreciated me going to bard school Mm. at all or becoming any kind of artist. So, um, yeah. Whilst you were having this moment of touching or rather emotionally devastating reconnection with your father, back in the real world, Bagsy Badley and Reverend Hatchet were in a life or death battle against 34 skeletons. I know, right? I had suggested we go bowling because there was some skills and things. In hindsight, should have gone bowling. Should have. But no, we we fought some skeletons. Um, We, well, we could have just waited a minute just to see if they wanted to fight but we just started well, in case they were friendly skeletons yeah in case they were friendly skeletons they were they waving were arms and i don't mean their own i mean yes. weapons you mean arms in the sense of arms and armor yes um we tried pushing some down the stairs well Not i was super gonna, successful no i mean i had a number of spell related uh mishaps um, what does spell-related mishap mean? Okay, well, spell-related spell, spell related mishap, I think number one was, I thought, I'm going to conjure some animals. I'm going to uh, summon a pair of brown bears. A pair of, oh, bears. Yeah, a pair of bears. Simon and Garfunkel. They're going to they're gonna rip some shit up. Two bears, that's going to be carnage. They're quite soft and cuddly, aren't they, They bears? were killed almost instantly. Yeah. Almost uh. instantly. In many ways, it was animal cruelty to summon two unsuspecting bears we, from somewhere else. Maybe you did else that with those drama students as well. You sent we, them yeah. to the slaughter. You guys never seem to learn that. No. I mean, I never summon anyone. There's a bit of a history of summoned yeah. creatures dying horribly, isn't there? We'll get there. Yeah, well, um, I'm sure you will. Try and error. Try and error. I tried just um, hitting them with my maul. Um, and that, that worked quite well, but it only worked it. quite well on two skeletons per but round. And there were 34 of them I to know, begin and with. then I kept getting shot in the face by an unknown shooty arrow bastard. Uh, we know, we do know now after the fact that it was one of three whites that were yeah. hidden amongst the skeletons in a kind of in like... In the background, I mean like scary cats. Can't see the undead for the rest of the undead in the room. Rude. Sort of a situation. 
Uh, it was a, a, a bit of a tense battle because, it, despite the it, fact that the skeletons were not very threatening, there were just lots of oh them. Oh my god! It was like, have you ever ordered like too many chips? And you're like, I can do this, and then like halfway through, you're like, I can't do this. Yeah, you ordered too many skeletons. Meanwhile, back in the village, Trim Toskovel has realised that there's nothing really going on here, and that the dungeon master is running out of things to make up. Mm. <laughs> I had this inner idea that maybe I needed to just go to the manor on top of the hill. Well, it was—it wasn't just an inner idea. There was also like a, a not very subtle hint that there was a house party there. Yeah, yeah, that was really exciting. We and all I made flyers. Yeah, we invited loads of people. We yeah. invited them frog geezers. Yeah. Never showed. Not many people came. Yeah, yeah, no, not a lot of people There came. weren't many people heading in that direction. I thought it looked a bit haunted and creepy. Yeah, most of the people in the village know that it's haunted and yeah. creepy, so they didn't, didn't pay any attention to the... No. And the moon kept fucking with you. Yeah! Kept, do you remember that? The moon was just yeah. everywhere. Uh, All the time. <laughs> 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 Full moon everywhere. It was behind me, it was in front of me. I thought I was in it. You thought you were in the moon? It happens to us all. Jeffrey was in a ball. It's not but you, so unimaginable. But you, but you heard about the, the house party. So what did you yeah. do when you heard about the house uh, party? I scaled the wall. You scaled the wall. Because, because it, that's, yeah. that's how you enter a house that's party. That's how you enter with a bang. That's how Trim enters the house party. Yeah. Make, it, make an entrance where no one is and can see you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then spy on people for a little bit yeah. and not let them know you're there. Like, rather than going in through the down. front door like the rest of the party yeah. had and maybe following their tracks through the mansion well, instead. I was, yeah, I was concerned that maybe that it wouldn't be a party and it would just be a creepy house and I'd walk in and be accosted by ghosts. So like, you jumped in through uh, a second floor window. Yep, yeah, scaled that. And what happened? Bosh. Um, I met a, a suit of armour statue, I think. Some kind of you were accosted statue. by a statue. A statue, yeah, and I looked closer and I flicked a ball bearing at it. And um, the room filled with uh, little tiny multicolored sweets that I'd never seen in my life. And I had one, and it tasted like the rainbow. <laughs> if Being anyone lost. would like to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> no, nobody would like to sponsor this podcast. Actually, do you know what? Aren't Skittles Nestle? Now there's a villain worthy of an epic level. Oh, campaign. no, no. Can Ooh. we battle Nestle? <laughs> Can we get, like, do people do, like, anti-sponsors? Could we get people to pay us money to just, like, in the middle of the podcast, yeah. we take a little break and we say, you know Nestle? Fuck Nestle. Here's some products you shouldn't buy. Nice. Is that a thing? All publicity is good publicity, though, right? Maybe Nestle can pay us to, to stop it. To, to slag Nestle off. And it's like, uh, it's like we get the cred of being anti-corporate, but we're actually corporate tools. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot it's like the best well. of both worlds, that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Paying protection money. Yeah. I mean, if you think you've... that Nestle isn't already behaving like a gangster. Like, you better come pay us or we're going to slag you off. Yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah. make sure we get our money. We, we've got a not very popular D&D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out or say a couple of mean things about you. Every this is all going to get cut anyway. So meanwhile, back uh, in the ball, Jeffrey. Yeah, I was... Um, so I figured out it was my dad and he was just spying on me. He's got nothing else better to do. So basically, we had a bit of a conversation and uh, long story short, I told him to sod off and um, I'm great. I mean, you're still very much trapped inside the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still very much trapped inside a ball. Did you, at any point during your imprisonment inside this sphere that you caused by drawing from the deck of many things without care or forethought, did you at any point regret your actions? Uh, it never really crossed my mind, to be honest. <laughs> uh, you know, what's a gambler, always a gambler. 
And um, you're right, character development yeah. is for suckers. You know, you're not, you're not very reflective, are you? Well, I did. To, to be honest, I did get a little bit of time to reflect. Um, and the, you know, there's probably some things in life that I might have done differently. Um, Kissing a woman. What, what do you mean? I, that doesn't have to be a woman. Many, oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kiss as many people. There's all sorts of things that Jeffrey could or couldn't kiss. Trees. Well, I'm not at it, am I? I've um, actually. Have you ever kissed, actually, kissed you, the yeah, tree? Yeah. Puppets. Have you kissed the tree, actually? I mean, a gentleman doesn't uh, doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> oh my god! I wish you would. So get he's into not a telling us. So he has, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's what that means. If, if you were no, in a relationship right. with a tree, would you carve your initials into the tree? Oh. Would that be like he? It'd know? definitely pine for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, did you know that there's no market for Viagra in druids because they've always got some wood around somewhere? No, it's true. I li- literally always, it's always on. Back in the room with the skeletons. <laughs> um, Things didn't look so much bad for our heroes as they looked tedious and repetitive. Yeah, we, I, I mean, I'm bored most of the time anyway. <laughs> um, I have a very short attention span. Um, but luckily, you you were struck by an idea. I had an idea. A really good one. A good idea. Um, so I remembered that skeletons are, while they are evil, they are lawful evil. Lawful. Um, so I produced the deed to the house. With my name on it. Previously been sold to yeah. Reverend Hatchet by what? Runic Rump, the paladin. So we owned this house. Yeah. Um, well, you did, Reverend. My house. So we presented the deed, and then some stupid voice was like, Oh, the deed, oh, yes, give it here, we'll have a look. Yeah, as it's turned out, the three whites amongst the 34 skeletons were actually members of the same family, but dead. Well, not dead, undead, uh, as Runic Rump. They were all part of the Rump family who inhabit Teagle Manor. Uh, there is actually, as a Dungeon Master's side note, <laughs> There is a D100 table of random relatives that you can roll on. Uh, Who's 63? Uh, 63 is uh, Rygorn the Recruit, oh. who is a zombie. Are they all ours? Um, all begin with R. All begin with R. 12. Yeah, they're 12. All 12. 12. Number 12 is Racy Rawley. Oh. She's a mummy. Hello. Oh. Yeah, she is. Uh, and if you, if you happen to find her somewhere in the house, she will offer a treasure trove to you. Bet she will. Uh, yeah, she if will. you can beat her in a race oh. from one end of the Master Gallery to the other. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I've, I've got a, a jetpack. With a monkey, I've just been able to do that. No way. <laughs> um, yes, and and uh, the these whites explained that uh, there was a curse upon their family, uh, as you all, might expect. It was, it was very emotional. It was very sad. It was yeah. yeah. It was, it was, sad, it was sad. They and ninety nine other dead members of the same family were cursed to stay in Teagle Manor either until the whole family was wiped out or until their mortal earthly business business had been finished. And some of it wasn't too hard, like putting the bins out. Yep. And then mm-hmm. some of it was. Like really super hard. Like avenge the death of yeah. my love, who was killed yeah. five hundred years ago by an elf who now lives on the moon. Yeah. So we were like, well, we ain't gonna solve all your problems. Yeah. And I was kind of fine killing 
your mate, Reverend, but you yeah. were less keen on that idea. Yeah, the last surviving member of the family was Runic Rump the Paladin, who was Hatchet's old war buddy. I, I wasn't super keen about just, you know, you know, flipping and killing me old mate Rumpy. That, that... You'd been through some times together. I felt rude. I offered to yeah. do it for you if you couldn't do it. Um, so I was I was not into that idea. That that just felt um, you know impolite. Yeah. yeah so we decided to sack it all off. Yeah, we kind of said, "Cheers, guys. We're just gonna we're gonna go have a look for Trim, see if we can find her. We'll, we'll be downstairs. Yeah. Catch you later." You were concerned about Trim, who you knew was on a date, but not particularly concerned about Jeffrey, who had vanished in front of. You. Well. I brought all his belongings with me. I scooped him up in my arms. And I had the deck of many things in my pocket. So as far as we knew, he was in my pocket. I mean, best guess. When actually, as Trim was exploring on the other side of that mansion, what happened with that Skittle statue? I can't... I ended up in a big, great hall somehow. Well, I'll tell you what happened to the Skittle statue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Skittle statue, when you fucked with it yourself turned you into a randomly generated monster, and the randomly generated monster was an orc, but also a cat. I can't remember if you were wearing a cat costume or if it turned you into an orc. It turned turned me into an orc, and then we went down the corridor and there was meowing, (laughs) and I decided to disguise myself as a cat. Oh, yes. So it it, it polymorphed you into an orc. Yes. And you got taller. How did you find being taller? Yeah, I found it really, really uh, discombobulating. Did you you bump your head at all? Yes, many times. Yes, it was really confusing. I kept tripping over my feet. My arms felt too long. I was all... But in your wanderings around the house, as you were struggling with your new big form and disguising yourself as a cat, you did find one significant bit of treasure, didn't you? Yes, I found a lovely cup. And it had a big black pearl on the side of it. And I was like, this looks cursed. Tap, 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 and... As Trim was tapping on the big black spherical pearl, meanwhile, in Jeffrey's ball... I heard some tapping. <gasps> it was the actual extra-dimensional sphere that I was in. And so I shouted as loud as I could. Yeah, and I heard this little little voice. Little tinny, little oh, tinny Jeffrey voice. Little sad voice in a cup. Trim! Oh, what? Trim! Ah! Ew! Why? I didn't know that Jeffrey disappeared at this point because I wasn't there. Yeah, no, you had no idea. Well, for all you knew, it could have been a talking cup who was doing a bad impression of Jeffrey. Exactly, it could have been a cursed cup. But I trusted the cup anyway because I heard Jeffrey's little sad voice. I'm in a ball! I put him in my bag and I took him with me. Yeah, that little wander around the mansion. Also wandering around the mansion at that same time were Bagsy Badley and Reverend Hatchet. Uh, we found ourselves in a great hall. Yeah, so we headed it downstairs. Was, it was very nicely decorated. Yes, lovely tapestry, which Beautiful. upon closer inspection uh, had a door. We thought, yeah. well, hidden doors, hidden let's door. go. Behind which uh, I believe it started to open up. We were kind of in the... A courtyard? Yeah, a courtyard. Like in the middle of the house. Yeah. Um, what did we find there? Hang on. And was this... Was this one of the interesting listed things in the in the manual? Can we can we go back to to read the uh, the description? So we'd found our way uh, into, into, this into this courtyard behind the great hall in the middle of the manor, um, uh, and we'll just oh yeah, here we go. You found in that courtyard a huge pile of offal 
containing eggs. A pile of offal. Big pile of offal. <laughs> big, a big that pile is, of offal. That is the contents of the room. I mean, so much treasure in this manor. Um, and what did you want to do with the offal, Reverend? Well, I questioned because, to, to my eye, offal is is at least the, the kind of... It's bits of what was alive mm. you know it's it's got a kind of relationship to living matter so could you cast the awaken spell on it so do eggs as well they've eggs got, they've yes. got a relationship to living matter um i suddenly just was struck by inspiration and could see myself being followed around by a pile of sentient offal so i ate it so you couldn't do that <laughs> Ruin my fun. Yeah, uh, and then an important part of the story of this episode. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's, Frank, it was a, it was a pretty, <laughs> it was a sore point so, for me. So, a sore high, point. Highlight. I felt quite sick after eating the offal, but Not it surprised. was okay. But it was okay because then we found uh, a door. Yeah, so we carried on through the courtyard and found another door, and it turned out to be a torture chamber. Uh, a, At this point, we thought it was a torture chamber. Later. It literally said it on there. Yeah, that's what it seemed to say on the door. Yeah, it said said torture chamber on the door. So we went into the torture chamber. That was an alias. And you were in the torture chamber for just a couple of moments, making inappropriate gags about chain shackles, whips, and inappropriate other other kinky stuff. As is our want. As, as is your want when who should burst in through the other door but Trim Toskoll well, but you didn't recognise them no. at all because Trim Toskoll was a halfling as an orc and a cat completely unrecognisable um. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the dramatic juncture at which we left the whole episode we had a hug we had yeah. a hug and we said to Jeffrey that we were having a hug and in his ball he seemed to like it as well so everyone had group hugs group in the torture chamber, yep. surrounded by undead members of a horrible family yeah. and curses. Yeah. yeah. Jeffrey's still trapped in a ball. We found love in a Recap over. You've been listening to the Tales of Adventure podcast. The Dungeon Master was played by Steve Clements. Bagsy Badley by Alice Taylor Matthews. Reverend Hatchet by Tom Bridges. Trim Toscobble by Cat Murphy. And Jeffrey Banjo by Steve Brown. Follow us on Twitter at at Tales underscore Adventure. On Facebook at Official TOA Show. And join us in the audience with tickets from improvtheatre.co.uk. See you next time for some more Tales of Adventure! <laughs>